Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Life after baseball continues here on Gwyn and Chris. We welcome you to the Wednesday program. Chris Ello, Tony Gwynn Jr. And, of course, uh, Matt Scraby is along for the ride today. I've already made a decision. Pre-show today, guys, on my way in, I decided I'm going to attempt to be nice to Scraby today. I think I took it a little over the... Over the line yesterday. Wow, what what happened? Well, I just ripped you uh, to no end yesterday. And, For what? Uh, I don't even. Well, remember. we were counting your mistakes. You got oh. into double figures. I, I think you lost your confidence over there on the board. And you know, I, I want you to, I want you to be rip roaring to go <laughs> Thank today. Thank you. So, Thank you, Chris. I mean, I, I, think and, and, heat, and, I, I don't think you could handle the heat that was coming your way yesterday. In fairness, he did. Uh, he did take shots at you the previous day. Pretty That's much, right. And so, pretty I, much I, I without went, any fight back. And I and I, I went back over the line the other way yesterday. So <laughs> well, I today, appreciate the apology. I don't. I don't think you went over the line yesterday. To today, be I, today I'm going to do my best to be nice to Scraby. It won't be easy. It is two oh one. Bet your over under on the first time I take a shot at him today on the uh, program. Uh, as far as the program is concerned, one of our favorites, Mark Ziegler from the San Diego Union Tribune, will join us. Of course, now that uh, Padres baseball is over. Uh, really, the next thing I think we all have to look forward to is this uh, supposed to be very good San Diego State men's basketball team yes, ranked in the top 20 preseason. We'll get some insight from Mark Ziegler on the Aztecs. Uh, college basketball season isn't too far off, and uh, looking forward to an exciting year with the Aztecs. So Mark Ziegler will join us to talk about that and some of the other uh, goings-on out there. We'll have a daily gambit today in the 3 o'clock hour. We have Rate the Radio Call returning for uh, to its regular Wednesday spot coming up a little bit later on. Now, Scraby wanted to – he asked us over the weekend, uh, Tony, if, he, if we thought it would be a good idea on Rate the Radio Call for him to play some of the Phillies calls of Bryce Harper's home run and some of the uh, magic moments for the Phillies and the NLCS as part of the Rate the Radio Call today. We shot that down quickly, though. Yeah. I, I, we don't I need just to don't, pour, pour salt into the wound. We, right we really don't. I you mean, know. it's only three days removed, and uh, every time I see a, a picture of Bryce Harper online somewhere, which is often, you know, it still hurts. I mean, it should still hurt if you're a Padre fan out there. Like I said, the longer you go in the playoffs, doesn't matter how you got there, the more it hurts. And uh, it's going to hurt all the way and through the World Series, too, because you, you can't help but be 100%. reminded of it. I mean, if Bryce Harper strikes out in Game One on Friday night, everyone everyone around here is going to be, well, where was that? 
<laughs> last Saturday and Sunday, you know, and if uh, valid feeling though, it valid is, feeling. it's a totally normal feeling to have. And I think that's why it's going to be difficult for the ratings to be very high in San Diego for the Astros Phillies world series, which uh, did get a little bit of a, a little bit of a, a push today from Jalen hurts of all people. I don't know if you saw this, Tony, the quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles, as we know, Jalen Hurts. He? he is from Houston, Uh-oh. and he <laughs> showed up at his weekly press conference today yep. in Astro- Philadelphia, Astros wearing though. Astros gear from head to toe. Yes, he did. <laughs> and I got to tell you, you know, they love Jalen Hurts and they love their Eagles in Philadelphia. And uh, when I was on the, uh, we did a podcast last week. Uh, I, I co-hosted with a uh, with a radio host from Philadelphia. We did a Padres Phillies podcast prior to the start of the series. Anyway, he told me because I asked him. I said, "Is the town, you know, Phillies crazy right now?" And he said, "No." He said they love the Phillies, but the Eagles are a whole nother level yeah, it is. beyond the True. Phillies. And so Jalen Hurts decides he's going to go and support his Astros, which. I got to ask you, is that the the right move to make if you're Jalen Hurts? He grew up in Houston. He's been an Astros fan his entire life. But, man, what a risk I think he took today in in Philadelphia wearing Astros gear today. I promise you if he goes out and he he gets them into a Super Bowl, they will not care. They won't remember. They won't care at all about him wearing. I will say this. um, From a fan standpoint, I think that's pretty – that's pretty uh, special that he got up there in in that type of on which side fan standpoint. On, I mean, he's true to his team, yes. regardless of where he's from. You know what I'm saying, or where he's playing at? Do you are you hearing the same thing I'm hearing that like muffling? Yes, I am. It couldn't be a mistake that Scraby made. No, I'm just defending him to thank you, Chris. Right to the end. I don't hear here. the muffling anymore. So. It can't possibly be a button that Scraby doesn't have pushed correctly. But I do hear some muffling. <laughs> hear muffling. Uh, you're, so you're saying as an Eagles fan or an Astros? I'm just fan? saying it from a fan standpoint in general. Like when you you respect when somebody has a team and is riding with that team. He just happens to play football in a different city. Like. I don't think he should be giving up his fandom because, like, how how fake would it be if he was like, oh, yeah, I'm I, an, love, I, the I, I Phillies. love the Phillies, right? And then we see pictures of him, like, which would, which would guarantee would happen. Somebody would dig up something on Twitter where he's got an his, his astro gear on. He is from Houston. I, I You know what's funny is right before you walked in today, we were having this exact same conversation with Adam Klug, and I said in the beginning, that's a mistake. And then I thought – it's not really a mistake because this day and age, I actually think it's kind of funny, and I think it's a little bit endearing that he's cheering for his own team. Maybe that's the word I was looking but, for. But uh, also, social media, everybody knows who you're a fan of. Right? I mean, LeBron's I a fan of every team in, out there. So. I guarantee you, if he if he go through his Instagram, there's pictures of him wearing Astro wearing stuff. Astro stuff. He's from Houston. Would I it, guarantee you that if he throws a pick on Sunday. The fans in Philadelphia will scream bloody murder and boo this guy. <laughs> the, the, the fan, you already talked about the fans in Philadelphia, Tony. Your experience there this past weekend. I mean, this is a fan base that you know once booed Santa Claus 
when he came out on the field at a uh, Cowboys Eagles game of, many years speaking ago. Speaking of which, every game in Philadelphia, at some point during a game, somebody some, reminds them. Somebody of that. had a somebody had a Santa outfit on. They would put him up on the board, and, and they get a, the, boom. <laughs> no, no, he get a rousing, a rousing oh, ovation okay. because they're trying to make up for that. Exactly. I, I don't know. I think it was a risky move by Jalen Hurts. I, I I totally get it that you're uh, that you're supporting your team and you grew up in Houston. You has every right to be an Astros fan. Uh, you don't get to pick where you play professional football necessarily, but. I don't know, with the Phillies and the Astros, and you're the Philadelphia quarterback. I'm not saying he had to go on there with a Phillies hat. I just thought the Astros hat was a bit of a sketchy decision. Apparently he said in 2020 that he's got all of his Phillies gear. So people were bringing up stuff from 2020 about him talking about how he's got his Sixers gear, he's got his Phillies gear, he's got his obviously the, you Eagles support, gear. You support your fellow, uh, your fellow uh, athletes in the same seat. Doesn't mean that uh, you're a fan of it it, it is strange. But, that would be yeah. that would virtually, you know, I grew up a, a a Charger fan. Right now, if I would just because I'm playing in Milwaukee doesn't mean I all of a sudden need to put like cheer for the Green Bay Packers. Like that, no, that, that's that's not what you don't. But if the Packers were in the Super Bowl against the Chargers and you were wearing Charger gear in Milwaukee right before the Super Bowl, do you think there'd be any? Any blowback from the Packer faithful? Here's, I definitely here's, think there Here's would the be. thing. If Jalen Hurts plays poorly, he was getting booed regardless of whether he showed up with an Astro hat on or not. That's fair. I don't know that anything changes. I mean, Philly fans are, I mean, it is what it is. When Hoskins booted that ball early in that game, they booed him mer- <laughs> un- like mercifully the whole time. And then the following day at Homer, guess what they did? They cheered, they cheered him. him. So, I mean, that's... that's I don't think anything changes. That's what I'm saying. All right. Well, one guy that does uh, does play in San Diego, who we know will be uh, have a major rooting interest in this World Series, is Austin Nola. That's because his brother Aaron will be pitching Game One for Philadelphia. The Phillies made that announcement today. Nola will go in Game One of the World Series against uh, Justin Verlander of the Astros. I, I don't know that Verlander's been announced officially yet, but uh, I think everybody assumes he'll get the call for Houston. Uh, Zach Wheeler is going to pitch Game Two. For the Phillies, now Nola, in his final regular season start this year, for whatever this is worth, took a perfect game into the seventh inning against the Astros. And that was on October the 3rd. That was the game that clinched an NL wild card spot for the Phillies. Astros have not lost a game since then, though. And uh, they finished out the regular season and, of course, have gone 7-0 and in the playoffs. So a little World Series talk a couple of days ahead of the fall classic but uh mostly uh, some san diego news i wanted to share with everybody tony just came in here a little bit ago and uh, that is that the san diego wave have the goalkeeper of the year in the uh nwsl kaylin sheridan who was nice. on our show uh she was chosen as the goalkeeper of the year and casey stoney was named as the nwsl coach of the year for leading the wave to the final four in their expansion season so congratulations to, to the wave they had a tremendous season it did come to an end uh on sunday last uh, minute goal by portland eliminated them two to one portland goes into the finals to take on kansas city in the nwsl now i don't know if they've had the vote for mvp of the league yet i don't think they I, have yet i know that alex morgan is certainly a front runner for that award no guarantee that she'll she got win the golden it. boot 
but uh, she had an amazing season, helping to lead our uh, San Diego Wave FC to a historic first season in the NWSL. So, um, but you know, now that we've got no baseball around here, Tony, uh, you know, nights are a little different around the house. Um, glad that the NBA season is underway. Watched a little Phoenix Golden State last night, and uh, I guess the big story from that game is Clay Thompson getting ejected for the first time in his career. Yeah. Uh, got into it with Devin Booker of the Phoenix Suns, and according to the reports and stories afterwards, Clay Thompson was mentioning to Devin Booker, I doubt it, casually. That he has four championship <laughs> rings, and as good as Devin Booker thinks he is, he doesn't have any championship rings. And uh, I think that got under the skin of Devin Booker, and they started pushing and shoving and uh, continued to go at it. Uh, I, I think Clay Thompson, he certainly wasn't kicked out for anything he said to the officials. It was for all of his uh, back and forth with Devin Booker. But uh, In the Big Five, I have uh, Charles Barkley talking about the whole situation, and he had some very... Of course, uh, shocking things to say. Pointed honestly. things to say. Yeah, pointed is a better word th- than shocking. But well, I'll ask you about that. Or I I'll play that you. audio and tell, and you guys will. Comment Thank on goodness that. that Charles Barkley re-upped with TNT because that continues to be my favorite post-game uh, sports show out there. Last night, uh, those guys were on, and uh, Ernie Johnson. I-, I guess one of the big things they have on that show, Tony, is they discuss when the show is going to be over. Because they have to wait till the end of the NBA game, and it's East Coast time. <laughs> right. So an NBA game that ends around 9.15, Chuck and Shaq are always trying to get out of there as soon as they can. <laughs> Ernie Johnson says, hey, we're going to be here till one thirty today. We're going to be here till 1 o'clock in the morning. And I guess last night, 1 a.m. was the out time, and Barkley was really pleased by that. And then you know when they come back from break, they always put up tweets and photos from fans that are listening. Somebody put a video of Tom Hanks in the movie Forrest Gump running down the football field and out the tunnel, you know, with that scene when he just keeps on running and and they finally have to tell him to stop. And and then underneath it said, this is Charles Barkley at 1 a.m. tonight when the show is over. (laughs) And Charles Barkley took a look at it and was disgusted. You know why he was disgusted? Why? Wasn't Charles Barkley said, "Oh, Alabama! Don't ever put me <laughs> in an Alabama <laughs> uniform again." Oh, I didn't even think about yeah, that. Yeah, Charles Barkley's yes. an Auburn guy, so he, is he, he did not appreciate the reference with him pictured as an Alabama player. So, um, that, you know, they have so much fun on that show. They and do. If you've never watched the TNT pre-post game show, it's the best in sports, I, I think, by a by a wide margin. And uh, so, uh, yeah, Phoenix beat Golden State up pretty good last night. was the final, 134 to 105. Lakers are back in action tonight. Trying to get in the uh, Let's get this win number in the one, win baby. column. They'll be taking on the Denver Nuggets. <laughs> and, of course, it's a national TV game of the night because that's the law. Yeah, uh, the Lakers baby. are, you know, never mind if they win any games. Does they're going to have every one of their games shown matter? on national TV. It matters to me. Yeah, well, it matters yeah. to me because my team is never on national yeah, TV. Your team they, also they is in the be. central time yeah, zone. Nobody in Chicago. It's, it's, it's not, they're not looking for me What, right Chicago's now. not a big enough city to no, earn a is. national TV game once in a while? Not, not bigger than Los Angeles. My goodness. All right. so I can't wait to see Russell Westbrook not make a three again. Well, good thing you, you'll be watching for the rest of the game because I don't think he's playing tonight. 
Dang oh, it. he's going to take the, what is he, getting a load management night? <laughs> no, he's, he actually has a, a hamstring issue. That the, a hamstring that. issue. Who do you think is more hated on Twitter by fans, Eric Hosmer or Russell Westbrook? This is, uh, this is close. This Depends is close. where you ask the question, I think. Uh, did you, uh, I, uh, I mean, in I'm San Diego, up, there's no I'm argument. riding with both, man. I'm riding with both. Yeah, I mean, uh, there was a big blocking spree yesterday by Eric Hosmer on Twitter. So I and made people, it. people out there are. Didn't see it. I I made it through the cut. I didn't get blocked. People are up, but most people who didn't get cut are upset that they didn't get cut. No, I think that's a cooler club now because now we're in the minority of the explain people who were blocked. Explain to me, as somebody who knows how to uh, tweet something but doesn't know anything else about it, how do you know that you've been blocked? Oh, when I mean, you go to their profile, it says this page. Like When you go to whose profile? If I, if I get blocked and I go to Eric Cosmer's Twitter profile, it, it won't show anything. It'll just show, like, oops, this wasn't found or something like that. Like, it won't let you but see why anything. Would you, why would somebody in general, just for fun, go to Eric Hosmer's profile page, what, to see if they're still yeah, that's part the only of way. it? That's the only way to see if you're still, uh, if you're still they being were, seen but, but by But people him. do that? Like, yes. do you go through the people that you follow no. and check up to make sure that they no, still they would, allow they you would, to follow them? They would check to see if you're seeing what they're, what they're putting on there. Yeah. So right? That's why they would go there. And if, if you can't, if you're blocked, I, I, if I block you, you, I'll never see... You won't even be able to actually tweet at me. No, you won't. You, because when you're blocked, like, I, I have one account blocked, and it's not anyone. <laughs> it, it's No, it's like this account that comes up because one of my friends retweets it all the time. And uh, so every time it comes up and there's, like, a uh, a quote tweet or something, it just says this tweet is you're not allowed to see this tweet or whatever because I've blocked it. So I can't even see anything. But, but how would you originally know that Eric Hosmer blocked you? Just going to his profile. So for fun, you don't even have to go to his 40... profile. If you try to tweet at him, oh, I didn't know this. It, nothing, you can't. What the heck what is, is that? that? Is... What is what? You don't hear it? Well, <laughs> I can't Tony hear very much. Of, I can't hear very much of anything in general. So uh, we're gonna. Let's, not surprising uh, that we I should don't go to break. It's two seventeen anyway. Whatever it is, it's off season. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, Eric Cosmer went on a blocking spree, and people are happy about being blocked, and that's okay. That's okay. That's so weird. I don't. I, I, it I, is weird that he's blocking a bunch of Padres fans because he's not it? in San Diego anymore. Well, do you but, think any why, Padres why fans would he, are sending why would he, him anything nice? Right, I mean, no. maybe he's a little tired of reading all this crap. <laughs> I don't think he reads it. Oh, so he's just. Blocking. How do you I don't not know read that? It? But it shows up on your feed. I don't think he reads it. I don't know that. <laughs> okay, that was that was a complete reversal on what I just said, and I said it to myself in the same sentence. But I, I, I just think it was kind of – I just thought it was a fun little Twitter bit yesterday. So, All right, well, you're making perfect sense to me, Scraby. Now get rid of the uh – the mumbling sound that you guys are hearing. It's not I'm mumbling. Not. It's like some ghost breathing into the microphone or something. Well, that would be me normally. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's I don't know what time. The, I don't know what the problem is. It's 218. Gwen and Chris is underway. Might be four hours worth of happy wow. hour today, so stay tuned. More to come. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. 
details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Twenty-four. As we try to get back on the train tracks here on Glenn and Chris, Tony Glenn Jr., Chris Ello, Matt Scraby. Uh, so you know, Padre season has come to an end, and I, I just want to read you um, a quote, or no, a headline. Um, this was right after the Padres disposed of the uh, New York Mets. It reads. 101 damnations. All those wins mean nothing as the Mets fail to show up for a do-or-die game. Uh, Chris, I, I think expectations. That was, I don't know which uh, publication that was, but as you can Sounds imagine. Sounds like a New York post. <laughs> you, as you can imagine, the tabloids had a field day yeah. with uh, these these headlines. And I bring that up to say, you know, it is a peek into the window of the type of expectations now sit in front of the San Diego Padres. Bryce Miller wrote uh, an article today really highlighting those things, Chris, about the expectations and um, what that looks like moving forward. Yeah, we talked about it a little bit yesterday, and uh, to me it's really difficult to put your finger on exactly what the expectations are going to be. Uh, Team won 89 games this year, so is everybody going to be happy if they win 99 games next year? Or is it all going to come down to how they do in the playoffs? And we already talked about, you know, the playoffs are a bit of a crapshoot in baseball. Uh, Padres, I mean, honestly, I think everybody, you know, who's a Padre fan would rather win fewer games next year but go a little bit further in the playoffs as opposed to the other way around, win 100 games and, and get eliminated earlier. The one thing I will say, Tony, that this team has a chance to do which really no other Padre team has done, and that is to come back with another successful season after a playoff berth. I'm going back through the history. It's been fleeting. It it really hasn't happened. I mean, when they get to the World Series in 84, 1985, they started 
with a very strong season they in went 85. Into, they, went in, they went into the break first place. In first place, and then they completely collapsed the second half of that season, finished with 83 wins, and finished 12 games behind the Dodgers. So 1985 had expectations. They weren't necessarily met. 1996, they went to the playoffs. 1997, they ended up finishing 10 games under 500 yeah. and 14 games out of first place. The very next year, they went to the World Series. But in 1999, once again, 74 wins and 26 games out of first place. Weren't even a contender. And then, you know, you can basically say the same thing happened after the shortened season in 2020. 2021 was a major disappointment. So, you know, the expectations are going to be there based on what they accomplished in the postseason run. So I, I think that's kind of a goal for this team to try and have and say, hey, look, let's increase what we did last year or this past season that just ended. Let's get into the mid-90s in the wins and take our shot in the playoffs. But I, I think those are the only expectations you can truly have as a fan because saying, well, it's either World Series or I'm going to consider it a disappointing year is really re- unrealistic. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because as you said, I mean, it, it's hard to the, – the, what, the, what, what the goal should be is to continue to be on this level every year, right? right. Because that way you're roll, you're at least getting a chance to roll the dice in the playoffs, right? Now, maybe you'd like to have a, a – if, if you think home field advantage mattered that much to you, then maybe you shoot for – Winning a division and, and and also trying to better your sta- your 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 standing as you go into the playoffs. But the idea should be to be in the mix every single year because as we've seen, once you get there, anything can happen. Yeah, literally the, anything. Yeah the uh, the wheel of fortune will land on you eventually, but you want to take some, take as many spins from that wheel as you can. Right. And I think that's kind of what the Astros have done. And what the Dodgers have done, they've been there for the last decade. Each has only had good fortune smile upon them once. But yeah, nobody, what else can they ask for n- is nope. to be in contention every single time? Nobody since the Yankees of early 2000s or whenever that was. 96, 90s, oh yeah, late, 7 late, late 90s, right? right. And then nobody nobody so. since then, that time frame, no. has been able to just build for a World Series. I don't think anybody's repeated no. since then, right? No. I mean, since the Yankees won three in a row, 96-7-8. and eight. You've seen some teams repeating getting back there, but never Yeah, never even the win. Giants even the Giants won their three championships, but it was every other year. They're a good example of why it matters to get there, right? Because two of those, I believe, were wild card years. Right. So I, I think, you know, it would be a legitimate goal to say, hey, let's improve to the point where we push the Dodgers – throughout September into October and maybe, you know, win a division title and put ourselves in a better position postseason. I, I think that's a you know, a fair goal to say, you know, those are the expectations I'm gonna have for this team. Right. But again, would you rather twenty twenty two end up with the Dodgers season or the Padres season? I'd rather end up with the Padres, Padres season, season, frankly. Sure. So it's going to be interesting, but I think there's going to be a lot of articles about that. Bryce Miller's not going to be the last, you know, who says, hey, now the expectations are going up. Yeah, they are. And you know, the only thing I can say is history says the Padres have never lived up to those expectations following successful seasons. So hopefully uh, next year will be different. Yeah, no doubt. All right, let's get to break. 
When we come back, we'll get into one of our faves. Rate the radio call when we return. We're winning, Chris. Could you imagine what the fallout would be if the Houston Astros baseball team went into the World Series this year still having their original nickname? Welcome back to Gwen and Chris. 2.37 is the time. Chris Ello, Tony Gwynn Jr., Matt Scraby. You're playing that sounder, but do you know what the Houston Astros' original team nickname was for the first huh. two or three years of the team's existence? I do not, but is it like the Spacemen or something? It is not. Tony, okay. do you recall this in any way, shape, or form? The Houston Astros' original nickname, like when they first started 1962, Three and four. I know you weren't. Colt 45s? Yes. Oh. They were the Houston Colt Colt 45s. (laughs) That's a malt liquor. Colt 45 (laughs) is also Uh, the gun gun that won the West. And Ah. that was why it was chosen in a vote of all the people down in the Houston area to choose the nickname. I'm just saying that in this day and age of gun violence... Don't think that one would have lasted too much longer than it actually did. Well, if the bullets can't be called the bullets, then yeah, I don't the bullets think you are can out. name it after a gun. The Indians are done. The Redskins are no longer. Thank you for saying it. I didn't know if I was going to. The Even the WFT is no longer. But the, yeah, the Houston Colt 45s. Imagine that on the marquee. This weekend for the World Series. Yeah, that would have been uh, been all bad. That would have been all bad. bad. Leave it up to a bunch of Texans to decide that they're going to name their team after a gun. Yes. The Houston Colt 45s. And there are some old photos you can find of uh, old Astro players in the early 60s. It was still the same colors, though, right? Same colors. uh, It was more black than dark blue and orange. But it was a dark blue hat, really dark, and it had a uh, an orange. It just said 45s with a dot 45s on the hat. So you can still find some of those pictures. Anyway, welcome back to Gwen and Chris. Away we go. Rate the radio call is coming up here shortly. Mark Ziegler from the San Diego Union-Tribune is out at Aztec basketball practice. He is going to join us around 3.30 this afternoon. He originally was scheduled for 2.30, but... Uh, Brian Dutcher and company going a little long today, so uh, Mark Ziegler will uh, be with us in a little while. We'll have our daily gambit at the top of this hour. Right now we have Don on the phone before we get to some Rate the Radio call. Don, thanks for calling today. You. Hey, thank you so much. I'm great, guys. How are y'all doing? Uh, we're, we're doing, doing fantastic. very well. <laughs> Good to hear. Um, well, uh, I got two things I wanted to talk about. Um, the first is um, the... Uh, when we beat the Dodgers, you know, this, this season, I don't think I'll, I look, I'm 52 years old. I've been to, I can't even count how many sporting events between football, baseball and basketball. And this, this has got to be, um, you know, one of the top events in my lifetime. It's certainly the top three was beating the Dodgers in the rain. And, um, you know, we kind of hit the trifecta there. We beat our hated rival. We advanced in the playoffs and then we prevented that rival from winning the world series. I think we all know how important that was. But what a what a spectacular night that was. What a moment. What a moment. And, uh, I called it the greatest weekend in San Diego sports history. I I, I don't yeah. know one that was better than that. Yeah, it it, it it was unbelievable. So, you know, that this season, I'll, I'll, I'll mark this season by that particular night. 
And the second thing I wanted to talk about was Bo Mel uh, leaving in Suarez in the game. And I, I just have to say that was the right decision. You know, that was his role in that time that, that he, you know, got in the game. And, um, you know, that's, that's what he was supposed to do was, uh, you know, come in in the eighth inning and be a holder. And he'd done it before. He'd done a great job in the past. Um, and, uh, look, I think Bo Mel too, he was thinking maybe also about trying to win the series. It is about winning the series after all. And I know we always say you gotta, you know, you gotta fight to win to, you know, to play another day, but, but golly, you know, if you have guys on your roster, you've got their role, you got to put them in when they're, when they're, when they're, uh, you know, when their role, when their number comes up, you got to put them in to play the role and put them in the best place. You know, your job as manager is to kind of get your team in the best place to win and let the guys take care of it. So I'm a huge supporter of that decision. It didn't work out, but you just got to hand it to the Phillies. You know, you got to hand it to um, to uh, the guy that hit the home run. I forget his Bryce name. Harper. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, Bryce Harper. His name, you. too. <laughs> you know, Don, the yeah, thing is, is we've talked happens, about it. We've so. talked about it for three days now. And, you know, there was another story in the paper today, the local, the San Diego Union Tribune, about Bob Melvin made a big mistake and should have brought Hader in. And, you know, as I said Monday and I said Tuesday, I'll say again today, it's revisionist history. You, you can't go back and say he should have done something because what he did do didn't work. As Tony and I said many times, Suarez had not given up a home run to a left-handed batter all year long. It was the right spot. If you bring Hader in, then what are you going to do in the ninth inning? There were so many reasons not to bring Hader in. Among them was the fact that he wasn't ready in the bullpen yet. And... I, I don't know how many more times we got to say you just got to tip your cap to the at bat that Bryce Harper had. All right, thanks, Don. But you're right. Hopefully, when this season is all recounted, you know, a few months from now, we'll remember the rainy night at Petco Park. We absolutely will. Instead of the rainy afternoon in Philadelphia, it was epic, man. <laughs> it was a rainy night. I I, I have a photo that. It's from a, a distance, and it's a bunch of people on the, the the level with the rain coming down, like celebrating in the rain. Basically, game wasn't even over yet. By the way, it was. It was. A, there was a weird, <laughs> crazy. It was like a trance. It was yeah, like it was. over everybody. They were singing all the small things. It was then, uh, and it was Seven like Nation all. The, Army. It was like a. It was like a choir. It was like everybody yeah. was singing on the same note. It was crazy. And, and walking around that stadium because that's the one I, I walked around the entire game before because the Padres hadn't scored a run up until what the seventh inning in that game, yeah. and, and yeah. it was looking really. It was bad. like nervous energy up yes. until that point, and then all of a sudden, seventh inning comes and it explodes it's ridiculous all right uh, thank you don for the phone call we'll take some other calls as the uh, program uh, continues along but right now a regular wednesday feature on this program it is called rate the radio call. when it comes to air quality the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air but the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air especially our indoor air is really darn important in 30 minutes puro air will remove allergens dust smoke and gases from your room it uses a stronger type of filter called hepa 14 and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level check out everything puro air has to offer at getpuroair.com that's g-e-t-p-u-r-o-a-i-r I'm Glennon Doyle, author of Untamed and host of the podcast, We Can Do Hard Things. On We Can Do Hard Things, my wife, Abby, my sister, Amanda, and I talk honestly 
about the hard parts of life. Join us and guests like Michelle Obama, Tracy Ellis Ross, and Brene Brown as we have refreshingly honest conversations. New episodes are out every Tuesday and Thursday. So listen to and follow We Can Do Hard Things, an Odyssey podcast, available now for free on the Odyssey app and everywhere you get your podcasts. From the really, really good... He throws, it's caught. <laughs> Mixon streaking down the sideline to the 20. Gets oh, a block baby, from Chase baby. and runs it into the <laughs> We got some radio calls. Gwen and Chris are going to rate them. A right-handed hitter back in there. Strasburg ready to go. It's rate the radio call. The 1-2 pitch slider. Strike three called. A no-hitter. On 97.3 The Fan. Tony, when we were out at Alesmith broadcasting, we did a rate the radio call, and it was really fun because we had the audience there, and we were uh, asking the audience what they thought, and there are a ton of harsh critics out there, let me tell you. Tougher than us. Tougher, way tougher. I believe that. Yeah. I 100% believe that. One yeah. young man who was uh, 12 years old, he was celebrating his birthday out there at Alesmith, and he gave like a 6 to one uh, yeah. that was like a 10, and I yeah. had to get him up to uh, to ask him about his, his tough... Uh, his, his tough, tough call. rating, and yeah. he said uh, he said he doesn't like football, so he gave it a bad score. <laughs> it was just the whole football thing. It was the whole football thing. Well, this is what we do on Wednesdays, as Chris said. We're going to bring some radio calls. Nothing as crazy as what happened with the Bengals guy yesterday. Uh, football season, college football season, is still warming up in that regard. But we're going to start with Kansas State at TCU on Saturday. It is the third quarter in this game. TCU is trailing K-State 28-24 with less than five minutes to go in the third. This is TCU Radio. Duggan play action to throw it. Looking left, deep ball. has got Quentin Johnston breaking free. Get there, ball. It does. Here's Johnson for the five. Touchdown. Hit the four. 55-yard strike. Duggan to Quentin Johnson. Hornfrogs retake the lead in the third. A lot going on in that can one. I, can I hear that one more time? Yes, yes, here we go. I didn't understand what he was talking Me neither, about Chris. for a moment. Me neither, Here we go. Duggan play action to throw it. Looking left, deep ball. has got Quentin Johnston breaking free. Get there, ball. It does. Here's Johnson for the five. Touchdown. Hit the four. 55-yard strike. Duggan to Quentin Johnston. Hornfrogs retake the lead in the third. He said like 150 words, but he actually only said like 10 words. Who scored the touchdown there? The hot dog frogs? I, I didn't. I, I couldn't pick up. The TCU who scored got the, the touchdown. touchdown. They I ended up taking did, the, lead, the lead. Uh, Chris, you're up first on this one. Yeah. One to 10 rate that radio call. Uh, get their ball threw me out. Uh, that, that was the get that, that, that was the phrase that uh, that ruined it for me. I, I've never heard a, a, a pass, you know, being thrown and. The announcer rooting for the ball to get there like that. It, it just threw me off. I'm going to give it about a four. You know, I think a lot of people, especially in college, we, we seem to hear this a lot. These broadcasters think they have to reinvent the wheel. And what they really need to do is keep, you know, keep doing what works because we as listeners expect certain things. And when you tell me a guy threw a pass and there's a guy breaking open and then you insert the fact that you want the ball to get, get there. there, ball. It does. It does. <laughs> it's not. It's just not what I'm used to hearing. Was the ball it, having any? Was there any doubts in the ball getting there? Maybe. Maybe. Like Maybe. I, I don't know. Get there, ball. It does. 
Yeah. All right. And, and can you please tell me, play again once he scored the touchdown, who scored? Uh, touchdown. McGillicuddy. I, I didn't get I'm it. I'm just kidding. Here we go. I didn't get it. Free get there, Paul. It does. Here's Johnson for the five. Touchdown. Hit. It's Johnston to the five. No, he said touchdown. Oh, okay. Let's play it again. Five. Touchdown. Hit the horn. Hit the horn. Pick the horn? I guarantee you Brayden's going to text he's gonna, one of he's us he's in gonna, here in like five gonna, minutes. I was thinking five the same seconds. thing. Five seconds. He knows exactly what it is. Anyway, yeah. you gave him a four. Brayden Soprano's a TCU grad. Yeah. Even he couldn't give that higher than a four. <laughs> Tony, what do you give it? One to ten rate that radio I'm going to give it a six. All right. I'm going to give it a six. Right. The the uh, get their ball didn't bother me as much as it, bothered, <laughs> as it bothered Chris. But he didn't. Tell, it was hard for me to understand where the play was happening it took until that very last time for me to catch that it was to Johnston, um, but I, I, it wasn't. It wasn't. The picture wasn't painted clear enough for me, so I give it a six. All right, I think that's right. Five, six, yeah, good, good, good uh, scores, guys. Now we move to the NFL, and it's still football. But this is. Uh, do you guys uh, remember how the end of the Giants and the Jaguars went on Sunday? It came down. It was a rhetorical question, and I answered my own question. It came down to a pass down to the one-yard line. The, the Jaguars were trying to score to take uh, or to at least tie it up. They did not. Here is Giants Radio calling this. Tony, you're going to be up first. Takes the snap. Back to throw. Steps up. Fires it to the end zone. It's caught at the one-yard line. Giants stand him up. He's not in. Very and the Giants going to run out. The Giants stopped him at the one-yard line. Holy cow! <laughs> Christian Kirk made the catch at the one, and then the Giants rallied to the ball, and the ball game is over. So one more time. Will, okay, one more time. Here we go. Takes the snap. Back to throw. Steps up. Fires it to the end zone. It's caught at the one-yard line. Giants stand him up. He's not in. Very and the game's going to run out. The Giants stopped him at the one-yard line. Holy cow! <laughs> Christian Kirk made the catch at the one, and then the Giants rallied to the ball, and the ball game is over. I like the uh, point by the analyst of game over when the clock is <laughs> at zero. <laughs> Tony, one to ten, rate that radio call. Uh, this is a six. Meh. Okay. Meh. 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 It, just, it was all right. It was all right. I mean, I, I don't know. I, he just didn't get me there. He didn't get me there in terms of that being – it didn't feel like it was like – a the last play? right, it was the last play of the game. He didn't. He kind of because he was able to kind of double back. He gave me the details I needed to understand how the play happened. I still don't know what where on the field it was. I assume it was in the middle. Uh, no, but, it was at the goal line. I mean, but in the middle, oh, middle as opposed they, to a sideline. Oh, right, sorry, right. yes. Uh, so yeah, I give it a six. Uh, Chris, one to ten, rate that radio call. Uh, I'll give him a seven, uh, and, and probably gets a little benefit because I remember seeing the play now, and I did. It was a post pattern, and the guy caught the ball. Christian Kirk, as he finally said, uh, caught the ball at the one yard line, and that pretty much what happened. I mean, he turned to try and get in the end zone, and there were three or four Giants there to keep him from getting there and uh, win the game for the Giants. I thought it was a pretty good call. Probably needed a little more enthusiasm though, because it was a game-winning play to put the Giants at what six and one. Six and one for the Giants. He might have been able to put that in there as well. Uh, give it a seven. It was okay. All right. It was okay. Now we move to baseball, and we are going to go to the ALCS game two: Yankees at Astros. No score. Alex Bregman up to bat with two on in the bottom of the third. 
Here is Astros Radio. Severino set just above the belt. And the one-two. Swing and a three-pointer from way downtown. It's good! Alex Bregman with the long ball. It's 3 nothing. All right, Chris, you're going to be up first. Do you need it one more time? No, I don't. Okay, what's your 1 to 10 rate that radio I'll call? I'll give it a 2. I knew ah, it. I knew it. I'm I a little tired it. of it. Again, we're trying to reinvent the game. <laughs> yes. In this it. case, you're completely reinventing that's why, the game. That's why I selected this one. <laughs> you're making it a basketball <laughs> shot. Uh, Swing and a three-pointer. That's not what it is. That's just not what it is. Please describe. <laughs> please describe what is happening. You're trying to be clever in the American League Championship Series. Fans are sitting on the edge of their seat. There's two men on. It's a scoreless game. Bregman hits the ball, and the first thing you tell me was, it's a three-pointer? Swing and a three-pointer. No, <laughs> swing and a three-pointer. Just not. And then even when you say it's good. <laughs> That's football. Uh, <laughs> I'm still not 100% sure. I mean, I honestly am enough of a sports fan that I could kind of put two and two together here. But, uh, I, again, I'm going to give it a two. Please call baseball when you're calling baseball. <laughs> Tony wanted to generate that uh, you know, As you were playing it, the first thing I thought was Chris is going to hate Oh, I, I selected this clip <laughs> for that reason. Uh, yeah, I'm going to give it a two as well. Uh, I'm all for creativity, but you can't change sports on me, right? You got basketball, you got football, and it's good. I mean, there is there is just a lot going on. On a on a relatively big play of the game, right here, like yeah. we're talking, kind of decided that game. Talking three pointers and and uh, and field goals. So From way downtown, it's good. I mean, it, when you hear that part, it doesn't even make sense because. From way downtown, it's, it's no, like it it's, it's like Chris said. He, he was he was coming up with something clever, it but wasn't. for uh, I can imagine there being fans like, "What is going on right now?" <laughs> yes, I wouldn't think this. I wonder if this guy is also like the uh, Houston Rockets play-by-play guy or something like that. Because well, either that or he wants to be. He maybe maybe he's auditioning for the Houston Rockets play-by-play. All right, uh, we have enough time for our last one. It's it's nothing crazy. It's, it's nothing like from way what downtown. If he said, Bang! Yeah, <laughs> I would have loved that. Shot or, dead by a Colt forty-five. Or, a, or what? That would have been better because it right. had baseball. Right, in it. right, right. What was the Clippers guy for a long time? He used to say, uh, "Oh, bingo!" Oh yeah, that would yeah, be good yeah. too. Chris, what was what was the Clippers? Ah, uh, yeah, um, I'm. He yeah, was good too. I remember him. Uh, he was really Probably good. Probably should. Yeah, okay. Long time Clippers up. announcer. I anyway, look it up uh, too. final one, real quick. This is Indiana and and McIntyre's kick on I the way and end over end job that's Rutgers. coming down to Lucas at about the seven yard. Sorry, Indiana Rutgers game just started. This is the kickoff. Line. He's up to the 15, 20, 25, cuts out to the near sideline, 30, 35, 40, 45. He's going to go. Jalen Lucas down the sideline. He's going to go for a touchdown, and he got it. Indiana in the lead. <laughs> he ran out of breath. <laughs> I actually picked this one because it's a nice palate cleanser, I think. I think it's a it's a solid call. Tony, 1 to 10, rate that radio call. I'll give him an 8 on that. All right. Chris? Uh, he can have a 7 because he did tell me that he cut to the uh, sideline. Side yeah. He actually yeah. uh, described what was going on. 
pretty good. I would have liked to seen him carry it in from about the 45 when he said he was going to get in. I still would have liked a little bit of the 20, 15, 10 touchdown. He did seem to kind of lose his breath there at the very end. He scores touchdown. 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 But uh, solid and nonetheless. Yeah. All right. Another day of rate the radio calls in the books. Daily Gambit when we kick off the 3 o'clock hour next on Gwen and Chris. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.